Hi, and welcome to show number 10 of the El Capacito Travel Talks, a podcast where people share travel stories and adventures. My name is Tony Lloyd, and I'm going to be your host. I'd like to thank all the people that have been following us so far, and for the new people, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe and also leave your notes and comments. For any additional questions or feedback, you can send us an email to elcafecitotravelTalks at gmail.com. That would be greatly appreciated. Today's show was previously recorded here at the Hostel El Cafecito in Cuenca, Ecuador. For this show, I sit down with Barbara, a human resources professional from the Czech Republic. We talk about traveling, volunteering, and how this helps your future profession. So please get yourself a cup of tea or a coffee and enjoy today's show. Barbara, I come from Czech Republic. I've been traveling for three months now. So after I finished my university, I started to work. I actually went to Berlin to have some internship experience, okay. and I get some um, some internship in HR department because I was interested in HR. Okay. And after I came back to Prague, I just trained my career uh, within HR, so human resources, mostly recruiting people looking for a new job for those people, interviewing them and helping them uh, to find the best job they could have. On the other side, I was helping companies, my clients, to find the best people to work for them. Okay, so actually, Barbara, you're a perfect person to talk to today about coming from the human resources aspect of it. Because a lot of people out there believe that, okay, if I do this, if I start to travel, this is going to be a career suicide. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to get a job. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be able to get back into the work field. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what we'd like to speak a little bit about sure. today. So yeah. we'll tell me a little bit about how you got inspired to do this. Okay. The, I think it's very important that you mentioned that it, the career break might be something that doesn't look very nice in your CV. And the companies actually appreciate people who are more stable. So they have, for example, more years of experience in one company or something. But what I realized, and that's why I'm also here, I just decided to quit my job. I felt like it wasn't something I was actually born for. And if I'm going to stay there just because there are some social uh, rules or something I should follow, I'm not going to be first, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not gonna do what I want, and that's why the energy I'm I'm giving is kind of like uh, not not good, and I'm probably not do doing the best of me because I'm stuck somewhere where I'm not don't wanna be. So that's a very good point. If you're yeah. not happy, exactly. you're not, you're obviously not going to be exactly. doing a good job in whatever your career yeah, is. Exactly. So there are more actually more uh, question marks before I decided to quit. Or I'm actually 32, and it was like. You know, people around you maybe tell you, you should probably maybe find a boyfriend and, and get family and get babies and not to travel around doing stupid things, like, you know. But for me, it was like, I really want it. And if I really want to, like, uh, go somewhere and get some experience, meet some people, I should do it and not, not listen to people who don't have this experience. They just don't consider it as, a, as an option. Yeah, and I was also very interested in volunteering, like doing something more not business-wise, but maybe more charity-wise to help actually people at the same time. So I started to look for some volunteering projects within like teaching or uh, non-profit organizations and stuff. Yeah, so that was also one of the reasons why I 
came here. And I'm actually writing a blog about it because I want to motivate more people in Czech Republic to, to, to do things like that because it was actually the best thing I could have ever done. And I gained so much experience just within those three months. And I'm definitely sure I'm going to use it when I'm coming back and maybe doing some other interviews to have a new job. I'm definitely sure there are so many things I can like sell or like to offer to, to the future company because while traveling, you can meet so many people that inspire you. You can learn languages and uh, share actually all the ideas with the other travelers. And I think it's definitely good for the world in general to to meet people around like uh, from the different countries. Okay, you you mentioned volunteer work. Let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about okay. how. What were some of the ways that you found? you were able to find volunteer work. What were some of the... Yeah, actually I was uh, pretty impressed because a friend of mine who travels a lot uh, before I came, she told me about WorkAway, which is a platform where you can find volunteer projects uh, all around the world. So I just picked the country I was actually uh, interested in and I put some like keywords, for example, teaching or English or stuff because I was, I was interested in teaching kids. Yeah, I easily found a couple of projects I actually applied for. I didn't spend almost anything. There's just a yearly fee that you pay for your account, but the other communication is for free. And I started to communicate with people that they actually offered me the volunteering project later. Okay, so for the people who who might not heard of Uh WorkAway, WorkAway is a website which is workaway.info which allows individuals to post a profile of themselves and also look at projects that exist all around the world. Barbara, how's your experience been so far with WorkAway? It was very good because you can also like put the reviews to the people you're in contact with. So we already can see the recommendations from people. You can see how often they come back to you. So it's like everywhere. You can just uh, easily pick the best um, option that you can. And once contacted the projects, they came to me pretty like fast, and the communication was pretty smooth. Yeah. I think one of the things that's really important for people to understand is that, in the same way that the people themselves are looking for volunteers, there's a lot of organizations mm-hmm. out there that are looking for people to volunteer, and there's a lot of different ways. Also, we could talk about that in another episode about how to get yourself in other sort of volunteer projects of your choices. Yeah. Could you explain to us a little bit about one of your experiences with WorkAway? What's been one of the, what, one of the things yeah. you've done? Yeah, I had a plan. I, I was really interested in working uh, within some community to teach, but because I have a lot of experience, I actually really uh, I, uh, appreciate, or I really enjoy to be within like the services. So I was looking for uh, the job in, in a hostel for, for three weeks. And so, yeah, at the same time, I was in contact with some hostels and on the other hand, I was in contact with some schools and charity uh, programs. For me, it was pretty fast. I contacted just three hostels because as I, I have this experience, like rejecting the candidates to say, uh, let's say later and it's not a very nice job. So I just decided to approach a couple of them. So it wasn't, it was easier. And after a couple of days, I already had an agreement with one of the hostels, uh, so it didn't take me much time to actually... Yeah, I was doing it in Spanish because they require Spanish. Okay. And this was also one of the reasons why I came to South America to improve it. But at that time, it was really bad in Spanish, so I used my uh, translator, Google okay. Translate, and it's perfect. 
I really recommend because you just put write everything in your language, you put it in translator, and you have it's not like perfect, but you have the translation that is perfect, that the people on the other side they understand everything. I think they get the concept. Exactly. I think that's the, the key. And that was actually the first time I started to use Spanish because I, I I read everything and I had to translate it back. So I was learning while communicating with these people on the projects. Okay, and so what was the project? Explain to us a little bit. Without, okay. It, okay. You don't have to say the name of the yes, company no, or anything. It's okay. It was a hostel in Matacunga. Matacunga is just south is, of Quito, right? About an yeah, hour and a half south of Quito. Yeah, it's an hour and a half in south of Quito. And Quito, I Ecuador. Actually, <laughs> yeah, in Ecuador. Uh, because I was really interested uh, in this area, like around Kilotoa and Cotopaxi, because I'm just... Uh, yeah, in love with in, with volcanoes and mountains, so I, was, I wanted something around. And I found this hostel, and they actually gave me a really nice job because, as I said, I really like hiking in mountains. So the half of the three weeks I spent there, I was actually uh, around the, the mountains doing the loops and the routes, and I was trying to improve all the information about those uh, hiking routes. So it was a really nice job because I was actually doing what I really love. Okay, so you're in charge of I was in charge, updating exactly. all the, the information, pictures, using the maps, trying, oh, to, cool. trying to use mm -hmm. new technologies because I, the last experience I had from from high tech companies, so I was also trying to use uh, some applications, you know, to, just to bring some experience from home to another world. So that's about the sharing, right? Exactly. Yeah, and then I came back to the hostel and I was describing all this information, up uploading uh, pictures, using social media. And helping this hostel to be more attractive, or attractive, let's say. Okay. So, and and I think I, it's another point to point out that here in Latin America, there's a lot of people who don't have the same skills with social media, exactly. and that's a very valuable skill. So, a lot of times, people so even just the little things like how to use Facebook or how to use mm -hmm. Twitter is something very big in yeah. this environment. After that experience, did you have another experience? Yeah, I uh, yeah. Then I then I was in contact with one uh, non-profit organization in Manta, which is a city in Manabi. We actually started to talk about this education and English teaching part. But to be honest, because I have these skills and they don't have it, like social media, English, and stuff, I ended up again uh, with my computer. But I'm I'm happy I was there because I I think I helped them a lot, and they, as well they helped me actually. I was trying to help them with English translation of all the documents. We were looking for some foundations to actually support it financially. Uh, but on the other side, I actually learned how to create a website. That, that was I, I was uh, I was able to create my own blog, uh, new web pages. And I, I decided to when I have this skill, I decided to create one web page for this NGO as well. So at the, at, the, at the end, we we had one web page for them in Spanish and English. Oh, that's so, very good. Yeah, so and it's, it told me a lot. So yeah, I think it was perfect, and I stayed with the I would, I stayed in a, with the parents of the director of the, of the nonprofit organization. So there was no English; it was just Spanish. After two or three weeks, that I was actually speaking Spanish. You have these like doubts. Mm -hmm. Why I actually came here? Shouldn't I be like better with my family at home in a warm room? You know, I don't don't deal with that. But actually, when when there is this time, you you realize that you're able to speak. It's nobody can take it from you back. It's it's amazing feeling. It makes you stronger. All this experience, it's amazing. It's amazing. And 
uh, all the people I told this about, they, we share this and we, we agree that there is nothing better than just to have this experience in your life. Okay. Now let's, let's talk a little bit about your blog. You had mentioned mm -hmm. that you started a blog. Yeah. I know that it's in Czech. And yes. so the, <laughs> the people who are listening to us in English uh -huh. and that might want to see it, they might have to use Google Translator exactly. to understand everything that's on your page. <laughs> tell, tell us about that. Tell us about how, how you got inspired to do it. What are some of the contents that uh -huh. you have in okay. your blog? The first article was about what we were talking about right now, like these social rules, maybe doing, this, uh, doing these decisions even if it's like kind of risky or yeah there's all there are always some people or something that might like give it uh, how would you say that to stop you yeah they, well they'll try to talk you out of it yeah, try to exactly. convince you that this is not what you should yeah. be doing at this stage but as i life. said like you should you should listen more to your heart and intuition than the than the sociality like around you and if you really need something and it makes sense to you you should go for it because otherwise doesn't make sense to, to be here. I'm getting the message yeah. that you're not regretting your time. Oh yet. no no no! It was the best the best thing I ever I could ever done. I don't regret it like at all. There wasn't the, there wasn't actually a single like minute I would regret it. The whole trip, which is still not at the end. I don't know when I'm coming back, but it gave me so much, and I met such an inspiring people that I would never never take it back. Okay. When people are trying to decide whether or not they should spend a year going to 15 different countries mm -hmm. or spend a year maybe doing some of the volunteer projects mm -hmm. that, that you've worked mm -hmm. on, what would you say to them? How would you... What would... I would definitely recommend to, to do some projects while traveling because that's also one thing I'm going to write about. Yeah, people think it's very expensive and actually it can be very expensive to travel, but when you volunteer like... For example, you have this project by work away, you don't have to, I actually didn't spend an, a penny during the first six weeks because you have the accommodation usually, you have three meals a day and uh, yeah, that's what you need, right? And the trip, like, especially within South America or maybe in Asia, it's even like uh, more, more like cheaper. You just need to transport yourself from one place to another, but it doesn't cost that much money. Yeah, you can you can actually travel for free. I think one of the other things to point out also when you talk about working in a volunteer program mm -hmm. or communication like that mm -hmm. is that usually Spanish classes or any language classes are mm -hmm. very expensive. Mm -hmm. However, when you're actually in a project and you're in a real life situation, mm -hmm. your advantages that you have is just triple. And that cost that you save is so much more. Like, and the experiences that you're gaining, it's, it's sort of like, it, it's a real-life university. It's just two, two weeks you need, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you need a month to get fluent in a language. And this time it's like kind of hard because you struggle. But after you jump further, it's, you can go to the university, or you can have a, like six years of a language, but you never learn that much as, in the in the reality in of it exactly yeah with the village with the people that yeah. are there and you can you, okay and then you can as well like meet like find more about the different cultures you know it's like it's so inspiring it's just, so you have a language class you have a culture class exactly. you have a social New class skills like yeah. you can you can learn anything like about cooking or just anything you're interested you can just learn about it okay. and like uh, on the top that you can meet so many people and you can make new friendships yeah all of those things outweigh 
the the cost of what exactly. it would cost you to yeah. to be traveling. So yeah, and the feeling that you actually helped someone is also like wow. wow <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's why I came here actually, like to do something good. Okay, so I'd like mm -hmm. to touch back on your professional career as mm -hmm. a human resources professional, mm -hmm. and I wanted touch back again on those people who are thinking, okay, of course, she's out there, she's doing this, mm -hmm. she's so brave, but I'm still concerned about my career and my professionalism, and I think you're the perfect person to talk to yeah. about this. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to someone when they say, okay, I'm going to take this break? What, like when they take the break and they're ready to go back home, best way that people should approach this when they get back home? I think they should definitely mention it within the CV, because... Now it's not that like bad that you just make a break and you go traveling and even the people who are hiring you are interested in I actually know about some managers that are that, that actually require people with this international experience uh, especially in volunteering projects because it shows some kind of like initiative courage uh, also probably some uh, language skills so I think they shouldn't be ashamed they should sell it as a as a plus or something like edit. So if yeah, the, now like LinkedIn profile is something that most of the people use to have an, have another job. So I would definitely mention it because there might be people who are actually looking for these keywords like travel or volunteering projects or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be ashamed and they maybe should write some like sentences about it. What they would actually give them this 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 travel. So what they learned during that time period. Yeah, and mm -hmm. also like. <laughs> I mean, I met so many people, I can imagine to co start cooperating with them about some international projects now. So it's not just about like looking for a new uh, uh, new vacancy, but it's also like you can meet people you can actually cooperate when you're back home. I, I actually like that idea a lot because, yeah, what, basically as you're on the road and mm -hmm. you're meeting different people from mm -hmm. different parts of the world, yeah. You could all of a sudden start these new projects exactly. internationally with one person in one country, one person in another country, yeah. and start on your yeah. own project. Yeah. Another thing that I've heard several times that people have said to me sometimes, it's like, if a new employer is not willing to recognize your new skills, mm -hmm. you don't need to be in no, that company. No, of course not. No. Mm -hmm. There are so many options if you if you have some something to offer. And you should maybe look more for some like people that actually appreciate your work and your attitude. Yeah, so I would give it a time. Maybe if th those people quit their job or may still kind of break, I would start communicating with another company while traveling. It's so easy actually to communicate like within with the new technologies, you can WhatsApp people or Skype. I mean, they don't they don't even realize that you are like a million kilometers away. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just start to approach. Uh, potential uh, employers, but mention that you you actually gain the best experience in your life and you can offer a lot. I've also seen people who have decided while they're on the road that, okay, well, my country is not the only country in the world mm -hmm. that requires my skills. Mm -hmm. So they might end up, maybe they're from Czech, but they might end exactly. up working in Australia, exactly. continuing their profession in a different or way. Or staying in Czech and working uh, working for Australian company, right? Or a South American uh, company. Exactly, but what the, the traveling gives you and this everything about that uh, is the confidence, maybe? Confidence is a good it's one. Definitely in the language, because once you travel more than uh, one month, you just it's not possible not to talk. So even if there are a lot of like um, introvert people mm -hmm. who don't talk that much, but then you 
see them like talking to just one person in the corner or even like if you want to buy a ticket for a bus or something you just get this confidence get out like, yeah it. exactly so uh, yeah that's what i want to mention okay so definitely they should put it on their cv mm -hmm. make sure it's out there mm -hmm. right away mm -hmm. they should be looking for possibilities of maybe joining together with exactly. other travelers yeah in different parts. Mm -hmm. Maybe another option is when they get back to their host country, to their home country, mm -hmm. sorry, to look at maybe a company that deals with South America or a company that mm -hmm. deals with the region in they were traveling. Yeah. Maybe there's a South American company that wants to do business in their country. And having that experience and having that knowledge is going to definitely be yeah. a plus for them. And I think once these people start traveling, they'll definitely talk about that uh, stuff with the other like travelers because most of us are here for the same reason and mm -hmm. we share so much within traveling i actually met i met a lot of like i already made really good friendships with people who are in the same like um same vibe maybe as me okay. and they helped me to realize lots of stuff and we help each other with this what is going to happen later i'm going to touch on one more thing mm -hmm. you had mentioned something before we even started recording mm -hmm. about the fact that you are from czech republic yeah. and your parents and your grandparents mm -hmm. came from a communist time and did mm -hmm. not have this opportunity yeah. to travel. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the, 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 the article I started to write about today because I feel like uh, people still don't actually uh, realize that we, like 30 years ago, my, for example, my parents and my family couldn't leave the country. There was like with the Soviet Union and they were stuck there for 30 years. Once they left the, the borders to some Western country, they couldn't come back anymore. And I think it's something that, okay, there are not many people raised by, by their parents to do this because mm -hmm. their parents just didn't, just don't, didn't, don't consider it. It's not a concept in their no. mind. And uh, once we have this opportunity, we should definitely like take it because it uh, makes you another person. And it's, it also can help a lot to your country. Like when you bring some other ideas from the different uh, world, especially like totally different to be here and to be back in Europe. Mm -hmm. And it can, you can realize that there are so many like things you can actually uh, contribute. Exactly, exactly. Wow, thank you for being here. Thank you and for inviting me. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you for listening in. As always, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Please take a look at our travel notes to see the story that Barbara wrote, Try to Imagine, which is featured on our Facebook page, along with other stories written by travelers. I'd also like to give a shout out, as always, to our editor, Marshall. Please don't forget to subscribe so that you'll be connected when we have all our future updates. When things get back to normal, I look forward to seeing you here in Cuenca, Ecuador. Bye for now, and please stay safe.